welcome you all. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Beautiful day that the Lord has made. We are excited with all He has placed before us on this day. Our call to worship, our call to worship will come from Psalm 27. Psalm 27, I'll be reading the first six stanzas. If you read along with me, just put a pen in that place because we'll be going back uh, in just a little while. But in those first six stanzas of Psalm 27, you'll find these words written. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me, eat up my flesh. My enemies and foes, they stumbled and failed. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I, that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Would you join me uh, in a word of invocation? Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you as we recognize that you are our strength and our salvation. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are the strength of our life. And there is nothing that we should fear. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you've allowed a few of your believing members to come together one more time to worship and praise your name. Thank you that you gave us the opportunity to meet your son, Jesus the Christ, who has died for our sins and rose again, and he's sitting right next to you on his throne. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the power of your Holy Spirit that binds our hearts together, even though we cannot physically see one another. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day you have placed before us. Father, we just have so many things to be thankful for. Even in a world of uncertainty, even in a world of confusion and violence, Heavenly Father, we can still, still say to you, thank you, because you've been better to us than we've been to our Savior. So Heavenly Father, as we come on this special day, we ask, Heavenly Father, that you will touch all of our hearts. Let us understand, Heavenly Father, that, that, that we don't have to pick up arms at this time. Let us understand, Heavenly Father, that we have a sword more powerful than anything, and that is the word of your Son. Heavenly Father, we, we just thank you today. Thank you for all those who are joining us. And we ask as we begin this service, you come together. Bind us together, even though uh, we're all part. Bring us together in love. Open our hearts and our minds so that we may hear your word today. Bless all churches who are open in your name today. Bless all pastors and preachers who are standing to proclaim your word today. And Heavenly Father will always be ever so uh, careful to give you the praise that is ascribed to your name and to your name only. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
scripture for this morning will be found in that same psalm we just read from, Psalm 27, and I'll be reading verses 7 through the end of that uh, psalm, stanza 7 through 14 will be our scripture for this morning. We'll be reading from the New King James. Psalm 27, stanzas 7 through 14 will be our scripture for this morning. If you have that place, in that place you'll find these words written. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word as found in the entirety of Psalm 27. Somebody walked past that camera and says, 
in all seriousness, it has been a, a um, an interesting an interesting couple of months. And so we just thank God for all those that have been patient. Uh, and we look forward to opening up uh, soon. Uh, if it be the Lord's will, uh, we're looking at some stuff right now, and, and we'll announce it. Prayerfully, uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, with, some, with some stuff in place, we'll be able to, to, to open uh, the door to those that can come in safely. Still recognize that even when these doors are open, uh, you don't, you're part of that high-risk group, and you've got some stuff going, going on, stay home. Just because the mall opened up doesn't mean that you need to be in there. Or I need to be in there. Use common sense uh, through this thing. And at the same time, uh, we realize the Lord's in control. Yes, sir. Uh, at the same time, um, let's do this. There's a, there's a couple of a couple of notes um, that I want to get to, and then I'll take my seat. We've got a preacher here today. We've got a preacher here today. Um, I want to be in prayer. I, I've got a, I've got a good friend here, uh, Pastor Elliot, uh, Pastor Pastor Nathan Elliot, um, and uh, they had a. And, and I think it was already been made public.
been a tough week. This has been a tough week. And we want to go into prayer. We've got a preacher, so I'll be as brief as I can. But I think the pulpit needs to speak. It needs to be real. If all we can do is tell people, well, just, just hold on. This is going to be okay in heaven. And that's all we can do. And it will be okay. Well, don't get me wrong. But you've got to speak to the here and now. Yes, sir. If you're going to be, if you want to be relevant. Growing up, I, uh, and you all, you all experienced the same thing. You were told, um, sometimes you had those teachers that would uh, go over tests with you. And, and they would tell you, as they, as they were preparing you for the test, and the study guide would say, look, this is going to be on the test. And, and, and you could eat the morning. You could write it down and study that portion, or you could take the test without without eating the morning. America, we were told that this was going to be part of the test. And we have not heeded, not listened to the morning. All right. That's right. You can't do to folks what you want to do. Amen. And not expect a reaction. Yeah, with that being said, we're in prayer for cities, including one that is special to us right across 27 right here, Lexington, and cities all over this, this country, this world, uh, that are in protest. Some that are, uh, it's rough. When you look at CNN, it's rough. We've got cities on fire. People have been enraged for a long time. And so we're praying that as a, as a country that we can heal, but at the same time, we've got to deal with the root of the situation. You can't be a party to what caused the incident in Minneapolis and then tell me you're on my side. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been a party to what led up to that. Right. I'll say more. But I'm praying. Yeah. I'm praying for our young people. But here we remember. We've got a generation that's cut from a little different cloth.
May they all understand, Father God. They don't, they don't just answer to one sector of society. They've got to be responsible for all those in their vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. So, Father God, we're praying. We're praying that in these times the church can speak truth. Give strength to those churches that open in your name. Father God, for those churches that have been alive, those leaders that have been alive, those church leaders, Father God, don't have the spirit to lead. We thank you in advance that you'll deal with them as well. Father God, we pray a special blessing on we need to hear from a high. So God, give strength right now to the preacher. Yes, Lord. And preach uncompromising gospel. Give him preaching power. Father God, we know that your word soothes. Your word also calls us to take action. So God, we just thank you. You're still on the throne. Father God, we pray for those that even without this week it's been tough. We're praying for those that are in the process of marrying friends and loved ones. Yes, yes. We're continue to be in prayer, Father God, for those that are wrestling in households even now. Give strength is our prayer. Yes. It's in your darling son, Jesus' name. We ask all of us.
slept on his talent. They slept on his name and his height and his weight and his size, but they didn't sleep on his talent. The Chicago drafted him, put him on the team and made him start linebacker. He hit him like no other hit before. They was comparing him to great backers like Buckets. He was in the same conversation with uh, Jack Taylor, uh, 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 Lawrence Taylor. He was in great conversation with great players of the game. But they slept on Somebody one day in life is going to sleep on you. Right when you feel that you've been baptized in fire, the world turns its back on you. People feel that, 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 that you're not no good. You ever heard somebody tell a child, you ain't going to be no good because your daddy wasn't no good? Mm-hmm. Or you ain't going to be no good because your family ain't no good? Let them sleep on the only thing that's good about being stuck on, keep praying while they sleep. Yeah. See, that's what Jesus did. He kept sleeping while they were sleeping. He kept praying. And see, and, and when you think about it in verse 35, Peter said he died with Jesus and not denied him. Right. Y'all know the story. Yeah. He denied him three times. And when the woman at the fire was saying, wasn't you the one with Jesus? If Peter could have said the words that they could have printed, really printed in the Bible, it wouldn't have been the words that they said. He got a little hot, amen? Could you imagine, Peter, you know, just how mad he got when he denied Jesus? But he denied him, what? Not once, not twice, not three times. But it's funny that they fell asleep not once, not twice, but three times. I'm going to talk about three, amen? Yes, sir. And the funny thing is, in verse 36, the garden was a peaceful place. Yeah. It was supposed to be a place where tranquility and everything was supposed to be all right. But Jesus had the most sorrowful moment. He even fell upon his face and he, he just needed his friends to stand with him for an hour. He didn't ask for three hours, four hours. We had some people stand with us for a lifetime. It's called marriage, amen? And, and it falls apart. Things happen. But Jesus never lost sight on the brain. That's right. The best part about this was when, when, when he came back and he fell asleep, he didn't get mad. He just asked the question, couldn't I just hang with me for an hour? Just an hour, is that too much to ask? And then when you look at it in verse 36, it was a peaceful place. Jesus' heart was very troubled. And the best part about it, Jesus was so sovereign and very exceedingly sovereign, even unto death. Have you ever been to a park where he was almost to death and you had to call on the Lord? We've had elders, we've had sickness, we've had things going on in our lives, we've had troubled marriages, we've had troubled friendships, we've had trouble in the church. Can't say amen, say out. Say amen. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe not a seat at the top. But I mean, somebody somewhere has made you hurt somewhere. Yeah. Even if it was from grade school to junior high to senior high, somebody somewhere has made you feel like you shouldn't have felt when you woke up that morning. That's right. God's put a blessing upon us, and he let us be able to say, Lord, we need you right now. Times get hard. Times get heavy in miles. And, and, and our flesh, like he said, the flesh does what it wants. But our mind and our spirit needs to keep calling on Jesus. We can sit here all day, and we can play church. We can act like we want to be in church. We, can, we always can act like things are going on. We look at what's going on around us. Yeah. We're in a sorrowful time. If you can look upon yourself, and look upon what's ahead of you and not see sorrow and be sorrowful, something wrong with you. Times are changing. I was just posted this morning that we're in the need of prayer because the whole world is looking like Sodom and Gomorrah. And people are not paying attention. Stay prayed up. And, and what I learned from my, my friend Jesus, if you just trust him, keep praying with him. Don't give up what you do. Just stay praying up when you soften, your heart is heavy, and like I said, feel like you're baptized in the fire. Keep on praying. When they quit coming to you and people walk out to you, like they even get to a point, they stand there and they're going to be in the same place with you. You know, and sometimes you know what you do before? You keep praying. Keep praying. And you keep praying for me. Yeah. And, and as I look at it, I think about it, I say, wow. Jesus was hurting and going through a process of dying for our sins related to the suffering of the human nature. His agony was worse than death. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine anything worse than death. His, 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 his agony was what he could take, we can't even take. No. We can't take a bit 
I heard people say that what an armed man's what would Jesus do? Oh, I'll do what Jesus No, you can't. If you can't do anything with Jesus, you keep praying like Jesus did. Keep your eye on the throne. Stay focused on where you're going to go. See, it's just like a race and on the highway. You can't keep looking around driving. You've got to stay focused on the destination. Yeah. And the best part about it is when I look at verse, I look at verse uh, 40. One day in your life, somebody's going to sleep on you. And all he asked them to do was pray. They couldn't even do that. If you had somebody ever asked somebody, will you pray for me? That's how I do. What's the point of them not saying, hold on, let's pray right now? Yeah. See, you know who's faking the funk with you, and you know who's sitting there, and they want to just have the attention. I'm praying for you. Nothing I hate more when you see somebody pray for me on Facebook. All these, I pray for you, I pray for you. But you never see somebody put a prayer in that block. It's rare that you see But we always tell people, we'll pray for you as soon as they get the time. I ain't praying for you. I ain't praying for you. They don't deserve a prayer. Oh, I can't help can't say amen, say yeah, amen, amen, and maybe I'm just talking to people I know, amen, the people I see, and, and, and things that I go through, but then I mean, there's been times it's hard to pray, I remember one time I was talking to a friend, a dear friend, and he said, don't be angry, I said, I ain't angry, I'm just cautious, I don't let the same dog fight me twice, there you go, it's done, it didn't hit me, like I said, you don't let the same dog bite you twice. Amen. You can be cautious and not be mad. Remember, Mama used to tell me, said, I see Mama, I'm mad. She said, mad dogs get mad. You ain't a dog. I said, it's mad. So I tell people, can you imagine if God went to sleep on that? Who that hurt did? I seen that feeling. That's why that feeling makes me say, just imagine if God went to sleep on that. Can you imagine if God said, I'm taking a break? That would be a good one. Yeah. Mm. Just imagine the turmoil we already in. What it would be if God fell asleep on us. But the Bible says he never sleeps. No slumber. No and the best part about it is we have a God that will make sure that everything is going to be all right. Let everybody walk away. Job's friends looked at him and they sat for a long time. Didn't see her. They wondered what Job did to make God angry. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Job didn't do a thing. All the night. And, I, and I preached this one Sunday. It was a bet between God and the devil. I bet I can make it the curse name of it, That's all it was. And Job was sitting there thinking he had done wrong. Had done a thing. But the reward of me, amen. Oh, yeah. All the reward of yeah. Then I look at verse 42, it said Jesus went back a second time and he prayed and Jesus continued praying and we have to continue to pray and stay prayed up. It says we pray without ceasing. Yeah. Yeah. We keep praying. Yes, sir. And we keep on praying. And we keep praying. People say, y'all keep on praying. Keep praying. Pray until something happens. Pray until something happens. Pray until something changes. Even for your enemy. You don't call them enemy. No. What you called a couple of weeks ago, Pastor, you preached on the Sunday right. about your frenemies. They worse than your enemies. Your church enemies. They the ones that in church and they your enemies as well. Amen. But God finds a way to separate you from everything that is not of his will. Keep That's praying. Right. That's right. Keep praying. Yeah. And then when we look at it and, and not angry, but cautious is what I tell them. No, I'm not angry, I'm cautious. You don't, like I said, you don't let every God watch you twice. And then as you keep on going, Jesus needed them the most right then and right now. That's right. That's it wasn't a time when he was like on the boat and he had to quiet the storm. They needed him. No, he needed them. Yes, sir. And people said, Jesus, God don't need nobody. Yeah, he does. He needs us to be there for him. He needs us to tell people who he is. He needs us to do the work of him to let people know that he is God. Yes, sir. We don't need that. Yes, sir. You can't say That's that. right. Yeah, that's true. But then when you, you look at verse 43, they were sleeping again. And then when Jesus needed them the most, they kept sleeping. And then they slept on and they, and then he said, you know what? In verse 45, I just want to rest. You know, sometimes you get tired of telling you ever had a key in that you told him, go take out the guy. Go take out the guy. Just don't worry about it. Take your sister. Go take out the guy. But you are here today. 
They don't want to do it. All he asked them was to pray with him. All he asked them was to one out. All he asked him was to be an example. They lied and told him, said, we'd be there for you no matter what. As soon as the other gang came, boy, they took tail to rain. With cowards, they couldn't roll in our days. Because in my day, you're running, we turn the fight, we find you and beat you up after we get done what we were doing. Amen. But see, Jesus had a bigger plan. God had a bigger plan for what was going on. Yeah. And then when you look at it, you sleep, you get rest. We're in a time where we in an uprest. Yeah. We're unrest. People are staying up. Have you noticed that everything that's happening is in late night? I rode through Lexington yesterday during about 12 o'clock. There was a few little protesters right on the corner trying to park with that, that triangle hitch with a Christmas tree. I hit the news last night at 11.45, breaking news. Lexington, I'm like, where are all the people from? They went there at 20. You don't protest half a day, take a lunch break, come back the rest of the day. If you're going to stand on something, stand on prayer. You can pray at home. You don't have to be tearing up and acting a, a fool, amen? God's yeah. blessings. God's us. Even though we angry, we keep praying. Yeah. Even though times are hard and rough, we keep praying. Yeah. Even when people want to do things that are not of God, we keep praying. Yeah. Blessings to all of them that are faithful to God. People won't understand why we're still happy and the joy is still there. Yeah. I, 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 I tell people, I remember people kept telling me, you just keep doing what you do. You keep saying, pray up. You keep making sure you're doing what God wants you to do. And watch out, your blessing come. Boy, I had busted, I had busted to sing that song. My joy right now, I can go and walk all the way to the next and leave that truck right out front. Amen. Because God has been good to me. Amen. Yes. God has blessed me and made a way out of nowhere at all. People won't understand why you're walking around even when your heart's heavy and your mind is weary. People won't understand why you're sitting in, and, and, and even though the turmoil is going on around you, you're still smiling. They look at your home life and something might be wrong there. They look at your house, your, your work life, something's going on there, but you still got joke. Yeah. Then they look at and they see, well, he goes to church, but he don't seem like he's smiling like the rest of them. They don't seem like he's, he's saying amen like the rest of them, but you still got joy. You still stand prayed up. You still got your eyes focused on something or someone. And you know who his name is? Jesus. Keep on praying. I've had brothers from other religions say, I don't know why you keep praying to God. I said, one day, you're going to fall on your knees. Jews, Gentiles, Protestants, and Catholics will all fall upon their knees and ask, what must my Jesus do? You're going to recognize who God is. You're going to recognize who Jesus is. You're going to recognize how he's been good to you and brought you a mighty long way. The best part about it is, Jesus didn't sleep. No. He kept praying. Check this out. And as I close, I think about it. They took him crowd came after this was over with. His boys fell asleep on him. They abandoned him. The crowd came. Oh, Judas, he's sitting there and the funny thing about it was, they didn't know who Jesus was. Uh, Judas had to kiss him so they knew who he was. But that wasn't the end of the story. See, the funny thing I tell people in that situation, just think about this. I'm a comedian. I, if they said, girl, kiss Jesus, I'd kiss people. Amen. <laughs> Get him. Amen. But, but you gotta look at how it was going on. Amen. But the funny thing about it is he never off in his face. No. Even when the man's hair got cut off, Jesus said, Peter. And they still didn't eat. They watched this miracle of the hair being put back on, and they still didn't eat. They still didn't get it. And they still took him from judgment hall to judgment hall. And the funny thing about it was that he kept on, and he never but see, we always get in a situation when they look at the news, everybody wants to get in front of the camera. Jesus just said that. Sometimes when you pray quiet, that's a more dangerous prayer than when you pray out loud. Amen. Because you know, people wonder, they say, what was the scripture? Say, if you don't know the song, hung it. Because the devil don't know what you're hung. Jesus just kept on praying. 
And the funny thing about it was when it was time for him and, and, and to, to stand for himself, and they was on that cross. And, and, and one thing he said, get us down. The other thing he said, leave him alone. Just remember me. And then, then they pressed him in his side and he dropped his head and he gave up the ghost. But the funny thing was about it, they put him in that bar tomb. He didn't sleep. But in three long days, on that third point of day, what did he do? He got up with all power in his hand. And you know what? And you know what we still do? We keep praying. Because if I can serve a God that can send his son to go through what he went through, my little problems don't be a thing. That's right. We keep praying. We keep our eyes on the prize. Loving our Lord don't make you soft. Loving our God don't make you weak. Loving our God gives you strength. Boy, if you go through the battles that you go through and you don't have the Lord, something wrong. We got to stand solid on what we believe in. And we got to stand solid and stay firmly on the word of God. We can sit here and preach Jesus Sunday and go Monday and after food, but we need Sunday through Sunday. We need leaders to come together in the church and be about the church and be about God's business. Yeah. Stand with us. Tell somebody how good God is. Let your actions of your walk be the evidence of where you're going. Yeah. Let the church say amen. Amen. The best part about it is that as I close, stay praying up. If I ain't never done nothing in my life, past year, I prayed like I ain't never prayed before. Yeah. One of my biggest prayers was, God, don't harden my heart. Let your will be done. I'm on a mission and I ask you to continue prayer for this next journey. Not everybody's going on that next trip with you. You're going to leave some people behind in the next journey, in the next venture. Trust in the Lord. There's an old song I used to say, this may be my last time. But if it is my last time, I say I love the Lord. If this be the last day I can walk out of here right now, something happens. Somebody tell people when they say at my funeral, what did he do? He told me.
get this thing right. I know there's some out there, uh, and look, you've got some, you've got some heavy theologians that are wrestling with this as well. How relevant is the gospel to where I'm at right now? Got a lot that are wrestling with that. How relevant is the church to where I'm at? I can say this. You stay close to the Lord. You come on his side. He'll take care of the rest. That's right. That's right. Well, I know. I know we look at the church, we've got some stuff we need to deal with. Don't just tell folks. Uh, sing, sing their hymns and go on about their business. You got to be relevant. But nothing more relevant than a relationship with Christ. That's right. So if you don't, if you don't know, this is the opportunity to get this thing right. Call, call, uh, call the church line. Put a message in the comments field. Um, get this thing right. We'll worry about the church membership and all that stuff later. The church vote. You just get it right. Preacher said, it's all said and done. You want to be able to say that I love, I love the Lord. Come down and press it down and fill it all. It's going to matter your relationship with Him. Yes. And how that translated to your sister and to your brother. That's right. God, again, we, we thank you for the sacredness of this hour. We thank you for the preach word, Father God. We thank you that even in the midst of unrest, you're still on the throne. So give strength to those, Father God, that need it. Give insight, Father God, to those that desire it. Father God, do what you've done in the past. Help us. Help us, Father God, as your people cry out. We need you in these trying times. We thank you for the preach fire. We thank you for the songs of Zion. We thank you, Father God, for those that continue to stand on your word. Father God, as we go into another week, we pray, Father God, that you not leave us. The word said that you not leave us, Father God. So we shall be comforted by that. Use your word, Father God, to speak to so many that do not know you. So, dear Father, in Jesus' name, we ask all these things.